Let's get ready to jerk the curtain! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. See you later, Mr. Sacco. What it is is what it is. Rest in peace. Is the best there was or the best there ever will be. And what's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Jerk the Curtain podcast, A Rush of Madness and Mania. I am your host, the Mid-South Maniac, Corey Kaufman, and joining me as always, my intergender tag team partner, TJ, the motherfucking drunk-ass Bowser, <laughs> and our special guest referee for the evening, Candel the Sicko Silva. How are you guys, man? Oh my God, that was great. <laughs> Can't freeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I fucked up the first time. I was so excited to say that. Exactly how I <laughs> Fucking legendary. I'm doing pretty good, man. What about you? Man, guys, you know, I'm doing pretty well, dude. It's been a hellacious week. A lot of work. A lot of prep for an upcoming convention coming up soon. The Steel City Comic Con in Pennsylvania. Which Dale says he can't be at, and that's okay. Um, yeah, no. But, you know, we're all prepping for it. We got a lot of shit uh, going on, getting ready for that. Um, but no, it's been great, man. Just working on a lot of projects uh, for both Jerk the Curtain, the Dubag Discussion Network, uh, and Cabin 13, one of your Gore and More um, ultimate sponsors with Dad! Dale. Dale the can Dale the sicko Silva and um, Dale how was your week buddy what were you doing oh my week was actually pretty good I mean I, I celebrated my nine-year anniversary with my wife and Jesus, we went that's to a long dinner time. yeah no shit would you guys so, have to eat would you eat would you eat would you eat man uh we had we went out for Italian it was, it was it wasn't bad what'd you order what'd you order <laughs> what'd you order <laughs> I bet it was authentic. Yeah, it was authentic. Tell me what you ordered. <laughs> was it like authentic ta- Italian or was it like it, commercial imitation? Italian? I guess <laughs> commercial. Not imitation. How was how was the bread? Was it the, how was, was the it bread? the fucking Olive Garden? What yeah. was it? Yeah, did you get lasagna it was bites? Applebee's. You got Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's fucking Applebee's. Okay. Technically, they have Italian, so it counts. You get the chicken palm. The chicken palm's fucking delicious. No, dude, Applebee's. they put Italian dressing on a salad, and he's like, we had Italian. Okay. <laughs> Who eats a salad? Oh, yeah, you with watered-down dressing. Oh, watered down Italian. Burn. Watered-down Italian. <laughs> God damn it. Well, that's awesome. Nine years, huh? So you've been married nine years? Yeah, it's been, you know, Man, that's awesome. up and down, but pretty good. Hey, as long as it's uh, going in an A direction. But no, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. And sculpting my ass off for Cabin 13 pieces. Dude, I know. I've been seeing some pieces you're throwing around, bro. We need to start posting. Got some things. sweet pieces, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fucking sweet pieces, kid. <laughs> There's the Boston accent, kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking wicked piss of pieces you're putting out there, dude. <laughs> so, TJ, other than binge drinking, what have you done this week? A little slice of life here, guys. Is that what we're going this fucking <laughs> weekly review? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, working on do back stuff. We released our brand new Never Wipe Alone T-shirt. You can now find it on T Public. <laughs> I'm sorry for our listeners out there that may not be sure that is not a toilet paper ad, correct? No, that is a <laughs> fair use parody T-shirt. I uh, just want to extenuate, not no, extenuate. What's the word? Uh, what's the word? Uh, the word. Uh, I just want to express uh, emphasis on the word fair use of parody. Never wipe alone <laughs> T-shirts found on our T public at do back discussion. Uh, Keyword never wipe alone uh, from one wipe I to think the next. Technically, it is a toilet paper ad. It is uh, from one wipe to the next. Be rest assured that your bum is clean with never wipe alone. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Just do back stuff. Podcasts here and there. Rabbit hole and uh, Hall of Heroes. Three hour long episode Jesus. released on Friday. Covering everything Marvel Phase 4 and pretty much all of San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Find that over on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and of course, the lovely dobackdiscussion.net, your source for pop culture and so much more. Moving on to the podcast, boys. What do we got, Kaufman? Uh, well, actually, I would love to uh, beat the shit out of our special guest referee and have him discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a uh, sicko Silva Candel kind of match. Because this so is neither Dale. Dale, bring yeah. us in. Jerk that curtain, bro. Oh, bring yeah. us into the light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today we're today's gonna be a fucking awesome match. I mean, you guys may not like it, but I'm a <laughs> WWF loyal, and it's Undertaker versus Bret Hart, SummerSlam '97 for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. And Shawn Michaels was a special guest referee, so it was amazing. Dale, uh, how he old is were just you a sexy boy. Out? Yeah, how old were you, Dale? Uh, 30? <laughs> <laughs> I was close. I was 13. I was about to bake, bake his dozen there, Bob. Okay. <laughs> you were 13? I was 13. He's such an Jeez. old son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking oldest guy around. What are you talking That's about? That's legal driving age in Italy. Wait, no, Good. Chad's <laughs> older than you, right? We've determined that Chad's older than you. Yeah, he's the only one, and that's sad. Like, by three hours, probably. It's okay. Chad, <laughs> like 40 Chad's like a short Dr. Loomis. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, at least I, I still have the hair. Oh, God, barely. Okay. Oh, yeah, thanks. I got no room. So, Undertaker, Bret Hart, SummerSlam 1997, match date of August 3rd, 1997. With special guest referee Shawn Michaels, as you said. TJ, let's throw some discussion topics out there. Where do we start? Was the entrances hype? Uh, we actually saw the entrances for once. Corey, there's a fucking echo fix it. Turn it down. Uh, I'm sorry. The entrances were absolutely incredible. From Brett coming out with the flag. Which one? The Canadian. The Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Build the wall. No in, Build the wall no on both sides. In, yeah, no one in Scotland likes Canada anyway, so they'll be happy that we said. So. Mm -hmm. oh. Ugly. 
ugly. I, I thought that. I mean, it was you know, and it was kind of neat though, because Dale, what was it? This was how long was this after Brett's kind of heel turn? Uh, I want to say it was probably about six months after that. Um, okay, so he was really into the whole like I'm Canadian and I hate the U.S. kind yes. of situation or what? Yeah, essentially since uh, WrestleMania 13. I want to say that he he made his big heel turn, which was very shocking to a lot of people. What was that? Was that a Boston accent to a lot of what? (laughs) Very shocking to a lot of people, kid. (laughs) Is that better? Yeah. Is that better for you? (laughs) Okay. So did the match? Did the match have good flow? (laughs) (laughs) I thought the match had great flow. I mean, especially with two guys who have barely wrestled a handful of times, um, especially in singles matches. They they never really went against each other except for maybe two or three times before this, and I thought the flow was great. Yeah. TJ? Uh, very, very good. Very powerful hits. Uh, the Undertaker. Was it e- we're pretty, pretty even flow? Even <laughs> flow! <laughs> uh no, like the Undertaker did some crazy fucking punching in this match, and uh, really <laughs> yeah, crazy punching. Like, well, I mean, it. He, they all saw. I mean, that was a cool thing. I thought the flow yeah. was great, but the. Um, I mean, they're. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know if they had wrestled prior or not. I really didn't pay attention to that. But this match was what over forty minutes long. Dude, it was a fucking so, long but, haul. But I mean, that's for them to both hang it out. But I mean. As I'll discuss later on when we start talking about some other, there was you could see some fatigue definitely towards the end of that match. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, how about we'll, that? We'll touch on that. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, please do. Uh, but yeah, but speaking of which, I mean, yeah, the flow I thought was great too. I mean, I think we Very all good. kind of agreed on that. Um, so uh, was the match believable? Of course. Uh, with the match being believable, you cannot, like you said earlier, you can tell, like. Uh, you could see them wrestling at the beginning and then this being fired up. Bang, 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 bang. And then, then slowly wear themselves down throughout the match, you know? Dale? I I thought it was pretty believable, especially for 1997. I mean, compared to the other companies at the time, I'm, the match was a little bit, you know, slow here and there. But believable, absolutely. I think they told told a great story in the match. That's what I thought. I mean, I, believable is easy. I mean, they they, they could – those two, you know – kings of the ring kind of situation they could really just sell everything um and it's something about wrestlers with long hair that when they get hit in the face and they jack their head back <laughs> and their hair like flies it's like man just got hit in the fucking mouth well, yeah okay so <laughs> but it's like i don't know wrestlers with long hair were able to sell everything because their hair covered the punches and it flew back when you punched them in the face so okay. yep so uh dale favorite moment of the match oh my my favorite moment of the match was probably when uh, Brett put the sharpshooter on Taker and he reversed it and threw Brett out of the fucking ring. I laughed my <laughs> ass off. Uh, Wait till you TJ. hear Superplex off the top rope. Oh, the, the one that actually worked? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll expand on this. Continue. I know, I know you will. <laughs> Uh, see, favorite Matt. Oh, dude, it had to be the whole transition at the end. You know, the Bret Hart chair shot, and then the whole like Shawn Michaels freaking out, like, 
did you use this? <laughs> like, like 10 minutes later, did you use this chair? It's in the ring. Did you use it? And I, it was funny. If you read, if you read Brett's lips, he's like, that fan threw it in there or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, and then out of nowhere, the whole like, well, I'm going to take the chair shot and the whole, you know, Bret Hart ducks kind of like kneels down on the ground and just the chair shots in the nineties were hellacious. There was no put yeah, your hands were. up. It was just like, if you didn't take it straight on the forehead, you were a pussy like straight up. And <laughs> that's just, that's just what it felt like. But the guys that got jacked in the head, I'm like, yeah, that's not that look how you hurt. So, yeah, my favorite part of the match was definitely the whole just sequence at the end with the chair shots. I just kept thinking, oh, poor taker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, no, I like that. Shittiest moments of the match. TJ. Top rope superplex. <laughs> <laughs> they botched it at oh, the beginning. The oh, first, you mean the first top attempts. rope superplex 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's why I said I, I'll expand on this. <clears throat> Because my favorite moment was also the shittiest moment. Because the first time they completely fucking fell, Taker fell, and then they had to make him believably have Bret Hart pick up six foot fucking pick his ass, <laughs> pick him up, and then superplex him. Well, so did you hear the comment? Did you hear the commentary though? Yes. Like, look how strong he is. He's picking him back up. I'm like, okay, Jr. Just keep your pants on, bro. Like. He was they excited, but I, it was so cool well, and shitty at the same time. I just didn't know well, what to pick, but here we are. Well, it seemed like it was on purpose because I thought they were just selling it as though he couldn't pick him up. But I didn't I didn't realize until they tried it again that, oh, Taker's whole leg gave out. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh. and, then, and then it was funny because it wasn't even like a full superplex. It was like a snap superplex. It was. And I was like, man, if he would have landed... Any other but way every he suplex he that died. he that he delivered this match was a snap suplex. Mm-hmm. This is what he did. Yeah. Dale, shittiest moment of the match. Shittiest moment, I'd probably have to say. Feeling bad for Shawn Michaels was that nasty hawk that fucking <laughs> Brett did right in his face. I was like, holy shit, no way. Couldn't pay me <laughs> enough to catch that. Oof. Did he catch it in the mouth? <laughs> he probably fucking did. Ugh, man. But if you notice right before he says it, you know, it's it's very rare that you saw it on WWF back then was he straight up said, fuck you to his face. And oh, spit yeah, Right yeah. at him. Yeah, that was that when you yeah. see that you're 13 and you're not used to seeing that. You're like, whoa, what just happened? You're like, I'm going to watch this every week because they cuss. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, Corey, I see shittiest moment. Well, you already took my whole like. Um, I, I really like the the mistaken superplex for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think my shit like I was kind of pissed off. I would have really liked to see the full blown sharpshooter through the ring post, and then HBK had to be a little oh, bitch about it, right? Um, because at the time I was like, I've never seen this before, and I kept thinking, I don't even know if that would actually hurt someone or not. But I was like, <laughs> I still want to see it happen. It just looks so awkward because all all you want to see is Bret Hart like. How are you supposed to angle your body and not look like you're taking it up the ass or something to make it look like you're giving someone a sharpshooter through the ring post of this giant fucking wrestling ring? Because at first I thought he was going to do like a tree of woe situation or yeah some shit like that. But it would have been cool. So the shittiest part was the not completed sharpshooter because HBK is like, no, 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 this ain't going to happen. And I'm like, what are you, a referee or something? Like, or whatever. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? Sean actually did really good refing. He looked he tr- at least tried to look what like a legit what the fuck referee. did you just say sean actually did really good refing shut up 
What the fuck? Aside from the end, really? <laughs> the guy, the no, guy was I, a I, clown. I, well, I get what he's saying though. He was like very much into it. He wasn't just standing around waiting for a three count like all the other. Yeah, he wasn't a fucking him. Triple H referee. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Triple H or Stone Cold. Like, but that's the thing. Shawn Michaels like, was like counting. He's like, I'm gonna give you a count of five, or I'm gonna do this, and like he was up and like breaking up the punches or saying keep your fist not closed. Yeah. And so it was. It was. It looked like he actually did some homework there. That's um, what I meant. Speaking of homework, Dale, how many finishers were there? Uh oh. Oh god. Uh, Com- completed say- finishers. Completed. Yes. What was it like one? No, we had two choke slams at least. No, da- not a damn fucking it. Finisher. TJ, we've that's had a, this conversation. That's a signature. That's a signature move. No, you're <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> so it has to be a tombstone in order for it to be a f- correct tombstone okay. or sharpshooter, bro. And I only counted one sharpshooter. I didn't even. I don't even think he made the tombstone. Wait a second. He tried. He tried it. Twice so does that mean John complete. Cena technically has two finishers? John Cena has five moves. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, fucking, wait, wait. Did you guys finishes. see who the current moves. champions are and that fucking laughing stock of a promotion is? Did you see that shit? Who is <laughs> it? Is it is it Kofi Kingston? What Kofi Kofi Kingston Kofi and, and Seth Brock. Rollins? Seth Rollins? I thought not yeah, Brock it's, took it's, it back. <laughs> it's Brock to Cock Lesnar, bro. That's not yeah, what I saw is. today. WWE.com. I'm going to the Forsaken Land. You guys keep talking about this match. I'll, hit, I'll take the hit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So finisher count of one. I agree with Dale on that um, for sure. Oh, it is Lesnar. Why did it say Seth Rollins then? Because you looked at it two weeks ago. <laughs> Fuck you. Get with the fucking times. He's like, oh, I didn't know there well, was a Anyway, they wonder why the WWE <laughs> network is failing. That's is why. Because you have a fucking universal champion that only shows up on pay-per-views. You have a boring-ass well, fucking WWE champion. And Becky well, the problem Lynch, is uh, the, the WWE Network is going to stay around because of the nostalgia, kind of like how we're becoming an awesome podcast. We only talk about the old shit. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, we only do this because 80s retro is super in right now. And this is what we're doing to capitalize on. Oh, my God, it's our business model leaking out. I'll continue. Continue. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since TJ's not here, Dale, was there any blood in the match that you had seen? Absolutely not. Back then, you you rarely ever saw blood. I mean, when was the last time you saw blood before this? I think it was when Brett fought uh, Austin, and he fucking spewed everywhere all over the ring. Oh, yeah, and they had to make all the reruns of that black and white for the rest of his life. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I hate that. Uh, Let's see. Was there any match interference? How do you want to play that? Yes, technically Uh, there was. There was plenty of The Hart Foundation, Paul Bearer, uh... Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. That is about it. But nobody actually interfered with the match other than standing outside. And then uh, well, it was funny because like, you know, everyone actually expected because they didn't know who the hell Kane was at the time because Kane wasn't going to show up for another month. But yep. everyone expected Kane, this character that no one, that Paul Bear kept talking about. They expected Kane to actually be interfer- interference. And I think. They had thought about it, but they knew that the storyline wasn't ready to hit yet with everything they were trying to do. Um, so interference. Okay, was the crowd fired up? Yeah, I think always. the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. The crowd was fired. They were they from were America fired up back were. then. All those American flag toting. American. 
Americans. Americans. Before the left turned socialist, continue. Uh, oh. <laughs> and here we fucking go. No, no, don't do it. We ain't going to do this. We ain't going to do this. Uh, dear Scotland, this is why we don't dive into politics. Um, I don't want to cut oh. a fucking awesome promo on you. <laughs> All right. Was the outcome fair? <laughs> of course. Fucking cool. <laughs> it's Brett that hit me at sure. hot. The best there was. The best there is, and the best there ever will be. <laughs> Fair enough, Dale. <laughs> uh, well, obviously it wasn't, but I mean, I thought the outcome was perfect because it line because the way it set up all the storylines to come, it was amazing. I was waiting for you to bring that up because we, I mean, that, and that's the thing. Um, with that being the last question, Dale, um, you said basically you felt like this was kind of a big turning point for the WBF in the nineties. And a lot of stuff kind of um, sparked from this that were probably already in motion, but this definitely kind of uh, set some fire to yeah, those think, pushes. But would you like to yeah. describe those a little bit further, please? I think it definitely sped up the attitude era. I mean, with uh, two months later, Brett getting screwed out of the title and it really, you know, quote unquote jerk the curtain on the entire wrestling business because people looked at it and said I see what, you what did the there. fuck is going on <laughs> and even WWE has acknowledged that the official start of the Attitude Era was November of 97 but people can say it was when Austin did his Austin 316 promo but according to WWE it was November of 97 at the Survivor Series um, but that but this was also a week before DX formed. It was, um, and you know Who? how that went. Who? What? Who? D. A week before DX formed. DX. DX. Oh, oh, that rip off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that weird. That okay, rip off. What? Uh, never mind. Keep, proceed. I, yeah, I'm, we're not. We're not going to go there. <laughs> we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. I'm, yeah, I was wrong. It was you know. That's we all know it, that it, the BWO is the better faction of them all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready dick. to punch someone in the mouth. Okay, no. <laughs> we have three differing opinions here, and it's fucking great. Blue World how do you Order. A, Blue World how do you, Order. <laughs> how do you have a wrestling pro promotion when everybody is in the same group? I don't know what that means. You don't act Back like when I <laughs> Everybody was in the NWO. Everybody that I rem Jesus, every popular wrestler was in NWO. And so was, was really I. I was in the NWO. <laughs> because you rocked a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what they called me on the playground? What did they call you? The mustache. <laughs> That's what they called me. <laughs> What's the match uh, rating? I'm going to give this an official 3.5 out of 5. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, is it my turn? Is it my turn? Yeah, yes. go ahead. 4.8. Woo! That is an average like score of 4.2. I feel like I'm on the prices right. <laughs> That's a good match. That's a high-rated match right there, guys. <laughs> God. 
That's not bad. I okay. Good. Okay. With you know what? Let's do this promo. Fucking sicko. Pick this shit. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Can do. This show again. Again, Bret Hart literally has a fucking boner for Bret Hart. Hey, attitude era. Extremely frustrated over what has just happened. Whoa! Frustrated into the goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. Scrooge me. Everybody scrooge me. Nobody does a goddamn thing about it. Nobody in the building cares. Nobody in the dressing room cares. So much goddamn injustice around here. I've had it up to here. We apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody knows it. I know it. Everybody knows it. I should be the World Wrestling Federation champion. Get him out of the ring. Everybody just keeps turning a blind eye. You keep turning a blind eye to it. I got that gorilla monsoon. He turns a blind eye to it. Everybody in that goddamn dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Cut him off. <laughs> if you don't like it, tough shit. <laughs> well, obviously, we uh, got my ass, Brett. All you want to do anytime you go in the ring is cry like a baby. I tried to try to help you. Like a baby! Because you're a loser. It could have been you and me for the championship at WrestleMania, but you blew the whole damn thing. Because you're a loser. At WrestleMania, you know why they call you, you Stone Cold? Because you're Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Your Stone Cold won't come out here and step in the ring and be yourself. You ain't going to jump you in the heart. You got the guts to come out oh, here. Oh, I love it. I love it. Everybody knows whether it's psycho sin. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the actions of Red Hart. Who that that belt he has you. lost it. You are wrong. Uh oh, that is my belt. You know We're going to try I and stay with this as long as we can. Red Hart, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> well, okay, so talk promos. about this. Talk about this, Dale. Man. What's there to talk about? The. the <laughs> You it's said it right out. there. <laughs> that psycho Sid doesn't know shit. Exactly. He's the king of the botched promo. Well, dude, he came out of nowhere. Like at that point, I didn't even realize he was still a part of the fucking WWE. Are you really? Dude, I gave up on him a while back. <laughs> that was just like, he came out. I'm like, I didn't even know he was relevant. I, you know. I before no, I, be, I, I didn't even know he was part of WCW. Oh, I did because I watched him break his ankle jumping off the top rope like a dumbass. Oh, that was fucking gross. Don't make um, me throw up. <laughs> but no, that that promo was interesting because you, <laughs> I I don't I think it was all very much honestly a you know had to be a shoot because like it seemed like everyone was very uncoordinated and everyone was trying to figure out how to get him off the air. So let's put Stone Cold on there and then, woo, like, oh, woo, la ladies, woo, ladies and gentlemen, uh oh. <laughs> okay, styling and profiling five hundred dollar lizard shoes. Rick Flair, uh, let me tell you. Uh, we interrupt this uh, promo for a flare up uh, by none other than TJ the drunk bastard Bowser, <laughs> my current intergender tag team partner. 
<laughs> but no, I, I, I thought it was super honest. Like it was, it was pretty cool. It was just you could tell by how uncoordinated it was. It definitely was a uh, unscripted. I'll put it that way. So. And if but, it I mean, wasn't, it was it was really believable. But at least oh, back yeah. then, well, because back was. then you didn't hear language like that. You didn't see shit like that. Uh, and pretty much every one of them was swearing up a storm, except for the Undertaker. Well, that's because he didn't. You know why they call you Stone Cold? Because <laughs> <laughs> your stones are too cold to get your ass in the ring. That was the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I'm it sorry. really was. It's the most awkward fucking insult, and he always does them. So, I mean, it's kind of very Bret Hart. <laughs> I want a shirt that says your stones are too cold to get your ass in the ring. <laughs> and just a picture of hard two, to be a tough guy. two little skulls, you know, really small <laughs> satchel of leather or two little skulls but um no it was pretty cool hey real quick okay since we checked out that promo i thought it was awesome um did anyone watch this whole raw reunion shit <laughs> this oh, my oh my god, god. oh yes please <laughs> the best thing to come out of that was a fucking dank ass meme of booker t Everything else was uh, shit. <laughs> and TJ, for our uh, folks out there who did not see this dank ass meme, as you call it, what could you describe visually to us what it was? So it was st- <laughs> it was Hulk Hogan standing in front of Booker T, and Booker T had this really angry look on his face, and they put a and they put a fucking dream bubble up, and it had the old promo. Where Booker T goes full on fucking Black Panther and <laughs> calls fucking Hulk Hogan a quote, I'm coming for you, nigga. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> and immediately regrets it and tries to hide his face on live television. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the shit I had to grow up to, and I didn't know what to do after that happened. Uh, <laughs> and Sherry's just looking at him like, damn, you fucked up. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, scary Sherry. She's like, uh, maybe we shouldn't have said that. Um, I don't, we'll she kept a smile, though. <laughs> she didn't know what else to do. Yeah, no shit. Well, here's the thing. Like, I watched it, and it was pretty – it sucks to call it a rough watch, but, I mean – what hasn't been lately? Um, you know, they try to bring all these You're guys back. Me. And, well, and, <laughs> that and the Rey Mysterio they, match was horrible. Oh, oh my dude. god, fucking poke my eyes out with hot daggers, dude. That fucking shit was bad. <laughs> yeah, Those six one nines were deliberate as fuck. I have a question. Did Rob Van Dam actually wrestle or does he always wear his fucking wrestling gear everywhere? <laughs> no, he even at he conventions owns. he wears that as well. <laughs> It was okay, to conventions. I, I didn't know if I missed something or not. No, no, no well, that's he's the thing. That's Mr. The thing. Monday Night Rob Van Dam. Well, he just wears his suit probably all the time and just wears sweats over the top of it and takes the sweats <laughs> off. But he looked pretty rough. But here's the weird part yeah, is did. like the like they had they tried to make promos where they were actually poking fun at themselves about bringing back the old guys, um, which was kind of awkward. Cause like, I understand it's supposed to be like certain wrestlers being like, like Samoa Joe and all of them were like, you know, basically like screw these old guys. They had their time. Like it always happens that way, but it, you know, it just yeah. sucks. Cause it's, it's like, okay, well don't make a story out of it. Cause they won't be here next week. You can't pay them <laughs> enough. 
Yeah. My favorite thing that came out of the week, I didn't really, we, well, it didn't really come about till like on Wednesday. Now, if you recall, the show started with John Cena coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently oh, after he came out and after his promo, he left the show for the night. Um, did he really? He probably yeah, he did. Film, That's why uh, he wasn't in anything else. He had to go are probably you smarter like, than a fifth grader. No, no, he had to go. Um, I guess they're doing an earnest reboot, and he's earnest. So, are you serious? <laughs> I wish. I'm just saying they looked. I was like going to say, please fun. tell um, me that's that's fucking true. But <laughs> but it was funny because the Usos came out and they had like a little mini like rap battle. They brought out yep. you know the original like Doctor Thugonomics. Well, did you hear what John Cena said? No. Okay, so what did he say, maniac? <laughs> I want I want to pull it up because I don't want to read it wrong. Um, but he was talking to the Usos, but he was talking about their little run-ins with the law as of late. Oh yeah, the mugshot. Um, yep. And I wish I could find it exactly what he said because oh, respect for calling me out. Ain't no way I'm getting bested. Y'all look like your mud shots. How was it getting arrested? <laughs> and I shit you not I shit you not three days later one of those idiots got arrested for DUI so <laughs> I'm like you can't make that shit up and uh, I'm just like that's terrible you know? and I was waiting I was waiting for someone to blame Stone Cold Steve Austin for it with all the beer that was in the ring I don't but, give a uh, damn <laughs> and uh, TJ I'm no, I know you noticed who did not drink that evening I noticed Scott Hall <laughs> sat fucking ringside because he's a bitch. Uh, I didn't even see Scott Hall. Did he? Fucking no, he was at the, the announcers. He, he didn't even get in the fucking too. ring. Mark Henry, he, that he fat fuck. Far away listen, as Dale, listen, that <laughs> fat fuck got in the ring. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mark Texas <laughs> Rattlesnake, went to hand him a beer and he said no. So he handed him a water and, and uh, Stone Cold flipped him off. <laughs> <laughs> did that happen? Holy it did. Uh, yeah, right, it happened yeah, on air. Corey oh pointed God, out that he had a bottle of water that. in his hand after he flipped him off. And I was like, oh, because he wouldn't drink. <laughs> well, it was funny because he also flipped him off. If you didn't notice, Stone Cold was throwing him and Ron Simmons beer outside of the ring when they were coming up. Yeah. and. Mark Henry was literally dodging them. <laughs> <laughs> and Stone Cold's like, would you fucking quit? Big like, sexy he can't like handle his alcohol. <laughs> well, then Ron Simmons drinks like four at once. And I'm like, that's awesome. Damn. 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 <laughs> X-Pac cracked his and he just walked around with it like, uh, like well, one of those teenagers at a fucking You gotta party. understand, he was a fucking a- side character DX. He ain't gonna drink shit. He was a very no. small part of the fucking uh, Attitude Era. He was much better in WCW, which Corey would agree. Oh, he will. Well, now, he remember, he did start all that shit in the WBF, but, you know, as a one, two, three kid. But when he joined, <laughs> it wasn't even a thing. I mean, six, being the sixth member was awesome because we all know, you know. Oh, so it doesn't really matter. He could be, you could call him DX, but that's not what I know him for. So six pack for Sure. We'll go with that too. I just do that to, to, so, to piss off. Can we talk about modern news, motherfuckers? 
It's the news time, sucker! Okay, so AEW, you know, the biggest promotion the that we're pushing job. right now. Folks, you do realize that TJ gets paid to drop AEW, correct? <laughs> they pay him in they pay him in used t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> so apparently we are having an AEW television show every Wednesday called Wednesday Night Dynamite. Woo! That is fucking great. Does that sound similar to you guys? Maybe Monday Night Nitro? Wednesday Night Dynamite? It just, that makes me think of like, it's Crash the Bandit. second coming, bro. It's just a different name. Anyway. Uh, uh, okay, okay. That yeah, makes sense. I'm telling you, it's, it's on the same network, too. It's on the fucking same network. Anyway, AEW doesn't have to compete with anybody because they're playing on Wednesdays. So that means you watch out because you want to know why. Vince McMahon, AEW is coming for you, nigga. <laughs> that needs to be a meme. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and just have Booker T in the way back just staring him down. That's awesome. <laughs> because here's one thing. Is we got these overhauls they're calling on the on the fucking I see the Facebook pages. Okay, I've been drinking. Uh that's the best part about Jerk the Curtain is you do get to see a part of the the Dubac Discussion Network that you don't get to see on the other shows. So anyway, I'm gonna go listen here, brother. I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> they talk about these overhauls and these makeovers for WWE over SmackDown and Raw, Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff. Okay. Eric Bischoff belongs in WCW with his own promotion. Not with some board of directors or Vince McMahon breathing down his fucking neck. That's not where Eric Bischoff thrives. And as for Paul Heyman, we saw a very minuscule, very, very minuscule, maybe a pubic hair sized impact of him becoming manager of that brand or or show actually impact the show in its overall watchability. We watched the reunion. It's still ass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we Paul Heyman made a ECW something absolutely incredible. Paul Heyman is the, the fucking godfather of extreme wrestling. Goddamn Eric Bischoff is the godfather of WCW, one of the best wrestling promotions that has ever existed. And they are all being controlled by some sort of board of directors or Vince McMahon. So you guys can put a fucking label on something. It's still the same shit. You're still controlling it. We see a little bit of maybe bleed of creativity there, but not enough for us to fucking leave. Because as soon as AEW drops, y'all are fucked. If y'all are listening, you are screwed. Have you seen these pay-per-views? They are so much better than anything you've put out in the last five years. Hands down. The John Moxley, Joey Janela hardcore match unsanctioned at Fighter Fest was one of the best matches that I've seen in over 10 years from WWE. AEW is the future. They are the next WCW. It is almost the second coming of Jesus Christ in the wrestling world. AEW <laughs> is WCW. TNT. Look at the wrestling. Look at the talent. Look at the way it's being run. You are fucked. Your days are numbered. Corey, take it away. 
Yeah. Damn. How do I follow that up, bro? You don't. No, I can't. <laughs> I didn't write anything else on my JCPenney receipt to take it. From that. So just start reading the receipt, man. <laughs> Thanks for being a JCPenney Rewards member. No, no, sorry, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> man, I don't know. That's I, I, I can't argue with that. I think that's really awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get hyped up thinking there's going to be some type of awesome like faction that develops from from AEW where the big boys play or whatever their name is. Um, <laughs> do they have what's their slogan? What's AEW slogan? I don't know. Uh, we're better than WWE, so suck it. Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> That sounds like a complete ripoff. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's I don't got anything else. You went out with a bang on that. That was your little pipe bomb, wasn't it? You've yes, been waiting to say that for a while. I, I have. Uh, and if you guys have been <laughs> listening to the fucking podcast, you know that I'm just all above the AEW train. I just got my John Moxley uh, unsanctioned violent shirt, I think it is what, I, what it says. Is that what I said it said, Corey? Yes. Yes. Uh, that is. Oh, I'll tell you what. We're bringing the Attitude Era back. Whenever you let a company, okay, when you let a company give free reign of superstars over their own storyline and base the entire thing on literal facts and statistics, that as that is success. That's just spelling it out for you. That's the way to run a company these days. That's the way to make something that's real entertainment. Not I mean, you think you think, but you think it's it. I mean, most of these are current shortcomings, right? I mean, this is all very new. Yeah. But do you think it's going to be sustainable? Yes, because the, the amount of talent and the influx of talent and the variation of talent they have in the company far exceeds any other promotion that exists today. Well, damn it. I'm not going to argue there. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect man well tj you need to take us out man unless dale has some type of pipe bombing he wants to talk about i couldn't follow that no way <laughs> give him a give him a couple days and a few more uh, wwf episodes in the 90s and i bet he'll be able to drop something really cool too yes so oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll finish the episode with me being the shell of the network as per usual and just to remind you that next week it is my turn to pick a match that means it is ecw time <laughs> So it is time to get hardcore up in this bitch. He's sicked up. He's sicked up. Probably going to pick a Tommy Dreamer classic. Just to warn you, there's going to be blood. There's going to be chairs. And you fucking better believe it. There's going to be tables. But anyway, just for a friendly reminder that the Jerk the Curtain podcast is part of the Do Back Discussion podcast network. Featuring other great podcasts such as the Gormore podcast sponsored by Cabin 13. Boys. That's us. Yes. <laughs> Woo. And the Wicked Wednesdays, Do Back Discussion, Hall of Heroes, Rabbit Hole, Dream Warrior Review. Am I missing anything, boys? I don't know. We just keep adding to it, brother. Keep adding to getting, it. We're getting, getting too big, big for us to remember. And just as also find them on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. And of course, dobackdiscussion.net, your source for pop culture and so much more. And visit our Tee Public store for all your sweet, sexy merch. And as always, stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's pronounced Santiago. <laughs> uh, Corey, uh, this is your Mid South Maniac, the 
Corey Kaufman <laughs> signing off, guys. Dale, talk, fucker. <laughs> and this is Can Dale Silva <laughs> signing off. <laughs>